This is Badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. And we're back with episode 182 of IcoPod. I am Bob Conyer Jr. With me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, we are two weeks away from WrestleMania 12, where we will have a Iron Man match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Last week's episode was uh, a mostly forgettable one. It had... Uh, if I remember correctly, Yokozuna and Undertaker, former heated rivals, teaming up to take on Dave Boy Smith and Owen Hart. But this week, we are going to be having a Bret Hart singles match against my boy, Tatanka, in the main event. And uh, apparently this is also going to feature the old wonder, Jake the Snake Roberts, against the British Bulldog. But with two weeks away from... <laughs> From WrestleMania 12, how are we feeling about the hype and promotion for arguably the biggest event of the year? Uh, better than fucking last year, man. Tell you that right off the jump here. Um, it also strikes me as, hey, we're in March of 1996 and Tatanka's still on TV, which is very bizarre. Uh, and something that I didn't think would ever come out of my mouth because I thought for some reason Tatanka was uh, just about gone by now. So I don't expect to see him too much more. I mean, we got to be getting close to the expiration date on the uh, end of the trail fucking user here. Uh, I want to start off with a story, though. It's not a good one. It's not a classic one. But I do have a story. Um, recently, we... Uh, well, we have a neighborhood cat. This isn't recently. Ever since we moved in, there's a neighborhood cat named Ella. She's very nice. And she's been in the house a couple of times. She's never spent the night. We don't feed her. Uh, the neighbor does. But, uh, yeah, she visits every once in a while. Well, let me tell you. Recently, as in maybe the last, I don't know, over the last weekend, so the last three, four days, there's a new cat. Oh, shit. And it's all black. Mm. And it's got, like, half an ear missing. Oh. And its face is kind of fucked up. Like, there's scratches on it and stuff. So we see this cat, and it comes to our back door. Now, usually the, uh, like, Ella and stuff, all the other animals, let's say, are usually around toward the front, kind of like where all the people in the cars are. Because that's, like, where they'll see stuff or whatever. Like, the back is, there's nothing going on in the backyard. So it's weird that a cat is at the back door. And it's meowing 
really fucking loud, like wanting to come in. So I'm looking at this cat. I'm looking at its ear. I'm looking at its face, and I I name it. And it's it's called Cactus Jack. Half an ear, and it's got scars on its face. So it's Cactus Jack, right? So then I get Katie in on it, and now Katie calls it Cactus Jack. Well, we were watching a movie last night, and I had hurt my arm, fucking fell down the stairs like an idiot uh, because the floor was slippery. I hurt my my arm, and I was laying there, and Katie was giving me a hard time. She goes, oh, well, what would feel better, a good show? And I was like, well, yeah, let's put something on. Let's just hang out a minute. And I was like, you know what would really make me feel better? And I'm thinking the cat, right? <laughs> and before she can even answer, we hear, meow. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, yeah, you're right, buddy. So she goes over to the door, and sure as shit, there's Cactus Jack fucking sitting there by the door, dude. And I go, let him in. And she's like, no, like we don't know this cat. We don't know anything about it. It's only been in the neighborhood like three days. We're not letting it in. And I said, let it in. So she opens the fucking door, dude. <laughs> this dude runs the fucking, jumps on the couch and lays down like he owns the fucking place. Just chilling. We don't know this cat. It's not like Ella, who's been in the neighborhood for fucking six years, and, like, everybody feeds her and knows her. She's clean or whatever. This is some potentially post-feral cat on our couch just chilling. And I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know if I should pet it. I don't know. Because there was... Once a cat is in your house, dude, to get it out and, like, talk it out, especially when you don't have treats or anything to offer it, is pretty fucking hard. So it's just laying there. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. So I start calling it over. Comes over. Cuddles the fuck out of me. And it's just chilling. So last night, Cactus Jack was in our house hanging out. I was like, okay, the movie finished. Like, he was in the house for maybe an hour. Right? Not doing shit. Just laying there. Loving up on Katie. Loves Katie. So we kind of shoo him out. We get him out the back door. We close in. We go up to bed because it's like after 10 at that point. And our sliding door is on the level right beneath where our bedroom is. So like you can kind of hear because there's like a window, right? So we're upstairs. And it gets to be, you know, right before we're going to bed. And the fuck, meow. I'm Mm. like, oh, (laughs) fuck. Now this dude thinks he lives here, right? Oh, yeah. So he meowed for a while, but we didn't go down. We didn't like open the curtains or anything. So I guess like I left this morning early because I work early. Katie went down. This fucking dude slept on our back porch like a dog. <laughs> she went down there. He was fucking out there sleeping. So I don't know, dude. Cactus Jack thinks he lives here now. And he don't. Where, where is he now? I don't know. He's not back there now. Well, but I'd be fucking shocked if this dude does not come to that backslider at any point tonight in the owl. Well, so how long until you take him in, you bring him to the vet, hey, I found this cat, you know, checked yeah. out, give him a bath. Well, Katie was looking too when it's like, I guess apparently 
once its ear gets snipped, that means that it's been brought to a doctor. Like then they fixed it or something. Cause it's like, if, if it's a feral cat, they take it in, they give it shots and they do whatever to it. And then I guess they clip its ear to mark that it's been really fixed or something. Huh? Well, I, uh, so okay. she thinks she thinks it's either somebody's cat in the neighborhood who's like out because again, we've haven't really seen this thing a lot. Or it's like a new stray that somehow has like heard the word around the neighborhood and is like hanging out and chilling because the neighbor does feed it. And there's Ella who's always been fed. There's a, a new white and brown cat who's wicked skittish and doesn't go near anybody. He just eats. Um, and then this black one. So there's like other cats in the neighborhood that he probably even like found or something. And it's just one of these things where it's like, okay, this is the new cat in the neighborhood, and he fucking comes to our back door and wants to come in all the time. Which is the cat that you did that you brought in before and was like sitting on the couch? Was that the other? That's that one. Which is like again, she's been in the neighborhood for fucking ever. I remember that story. A lot of the neighbors do let her in. Like if it's raining out and stuff, neighbors will take her in so she's not out in storms, and she's like. The community cat. Like, everybody kind of has their share of Ella. But dude, this other one, I don't know where he came from and why he thinks he can just come in all the time. But Well, he, I mean, he, he thinks so because you let him in. <laughs> what the fuck, man? It is he comes in, he's like, he laid right down, doesn't give a shit. Like, when you let Ella in, she uh, she's very curious. She doesn't usually lay down or, like, chill out. She's always, like, looking or, like, on the move or on a perch. She's kind of on her toes. This one was like, yo, fucking put some shit on and get me chips. I couldn't believe it. Hmm. So that's what we're dealing with right now. We got fucking Cactus Jack in the neighborhood, and he's not hes not shy at all. That's good. Well, Dallas, what do you, what do you think about the build towards WrestleMania 12 right now? Uh, it's definitely better than last year. I'm... I feel like I need to know what they're going to do with Sean and Brett because just like watching each other's matches isn't going to do it for me in the next, what, we got two weeks, I believe, counting the yeah. show we're about to watch till WrestleMania. I don't know. I need like a like an in-ring confrontation, I feel like. Well, we kind of got that with the announcement of the Iron Man match. I need they're some being too talking. friendly, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like it needs... Yeah, I know we got it with the announcement, but that was more of like an interview and then they like... Just, that was too long. I want to see them like get mad at each other and then like... Get have like a pull apart brawl. Like I want to, like, uh, okay. you know, like something intense. Not you don't like, want like the honest. Uh, this is going to be a competition and the best man will win type of thing. You no, know what? That's is. what we're gonna get. Well, right. and you know what? It, it's been so far. I'm gonna piggyback on what Dallas is saying. To me, this is like if you go to a fast food restaurant, you go inside to get your food, right? You talk to the person inside. And it's like, hi, I'd like to order my food. Okay, thanks. Okay, no problem. Here you go. Here's your food. Thanks. Okay, bye. And it's like that courteous. Like, that's Sean and Brett right now. Oh, it's like they're really nice. And like... Yeah, and they're like, oh, thanks. Nice match. Oh, thanks. Awesome. Cool. Like, you're good. I'm good. We're both good. Yeah, I definitely feel like that's the vibe I'm getting from it. And, like, Sean, I feel like, is, like, like... Obviously, they're both, like, good guys right now, but Sean's almost getting a little more cocky, which is, like, kind of fun because, like, that's what Sean's good at. Um, but I don't know. I just I just want a little bit more. 
but yeah, the, I mean, I guess what we've gotten so far is better than when like Diesel and Brett were going to face off, and they had like the backstage interview, and they were both like sitting down, and I feel like it went for like twenty five minutes of that show that we watched. Mm. It just took forever. It's almost like if they're not a giant, they don't know how to book people against Bret Hart. Hmm. Like, because Diesel is another example where it's like, hey, Brett, like, you're good, but I'm good, too. So, jackknife you. You got long hair and I got long hair. I'm going to jackknife your ass. Like, yeah, they (laughs) don't know what to do. That seems to be a very general thing that we've been watching between 95 and 96 is like, I feel like that's the most, mostly what the stories are. Uh, I can, I can beat you. So you better watch out. And it's like, okay. And then you got Goldust who's like, Hey Razor, I want to like do dirty things to you. So you got the, you get, that's where it gets more interesting. Now that's something though. So Goldust with Roddy Piper after the confrontation they had, I believe it was last week, if not two weeks ago, I can't remember exactly which one that was some good shit. So, like, that's the stuff I'm like... Ooh, that that's sold a- me alone. I think maybe we're all in agreement, but considering the pivot from Piper, or from Ramon to Piper, I think Goldust Piper might be, like, the match that maybe we're most interested in seeing. I think to a degree. And if you were like, hey, uh, just so you know, like, as we ended 96, Piper's going to be fighting at WrestleMania. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, why, why is Piper going to fight at WrestleMania... 12 but like this is interesting and i do i said it when that happened i think the pivot was it was perfect really because it was teased before like (laughs) with him awesome what is in your hand yeah what the fuck is that it's a bb gun oh okay a casual handgun in your hand i actually didn't notice it i was wondering what you were looking at well i do live in florida so like that's a thing yeah Sorry, I have it on my desk. I was getting worried that the uh, Icopod had finally gotten to Austin. He was I was at, I said, dude, I said, Goldust, Roddy Piper, see ya, buddy. <laughs> What's the other? What we have like Yokozuna and Vader? Isn't that a match or something? Yeah, fuck off! Don't even bring that up. I done. That's all I wanted to say about it. I'm just trying to remember what we know already. We know uh, Undertaker, Taker, Taker, Taker Diesel. Diesel. That that hasn't been like god awful, but it hasn't been good. Like, well, I, I think when Diesel was trying to break the casket backstage and failed horribly, so they had to cut away from it and then go back to it, it's probably one of the worst segments that we've seen. I think while. that that was like the the weak point to me. I liked when like Undertaker pulled him through the ring, like that was cool. Except yeah. then he just came out and his pants was ripped. I wish they just left him in there, but right. and like then we don't know what happened. But am I interested in Undertaker Diesel? No, because I know it's gonna be bullshit. Couple big boots, yeah, fucking knee lift. Couple oh my wins. god, look at the strength on this side slam. Look at these two, evenly matched. Yeah. Have we ever seen someone the same height as The Undertaker? Well, it's like so. bullshit. I'll tell you this, though, too. Compared to the last couple of WrestleManias, I'd say The Undertaker storyline for this year's has been the weakest. But I would say that the match has the potential to be the best. Because Wait, I again, agree with that, but the Bundy stuff was fucking bad. Wait, I was oh, just gonna I say, I forgot about that. I was shit. just gonna say, who did he fight last year? Because that, yeah, me, you're was right. Because I forgot, and you're the right. Bundy one was you're pretty right. bad. You're right. That that was fucking real bad. Shit, Giant man. Gonzalez was good because Gonzalez was like a fucking monster. At yeah, Royal remember Rumble. the Royal Rumble, dude? I was like, oh, what <sighs> the fuck? 
Yeah, and then he wasn't there for uh, 10, but then King Kong yeah. Bundy just being like, I'm back and I got your urn chain thing or whatever. No, that's fair. Oh, so, that's so Taker wasn't on WrestleMania 10? Correct. Huh. He was written off TV after, uh, Royal, or at Royal Rumble. Maybe no. that's why I liked his WrestleMania 10 match so much. <laughs> um, it wasn't fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I do have hopes that they're going to be able to put something together. Because, again, at least it's somebody who's going to be able to do shit. Although Diesel is not motivated. We've already seen, like, what did he do, a run-in or something last week? And it was, like, nothing. Oh. Like, he didn't even do anything, and then he left. Uh, that might have been, yeah. I do know. I remember what you're talking yeah. about. So, I don't know. That does worry me that Diesel is an unmotivated Diesel, not your regular run-of-the-mill. So... I think it's hit or miss, but uh, I'm glad it's not Yokozuna or Mr. Hughes or King Kong Bundy or fucking some bullshit-ass person like that. Vader. I'm glad it's not even Vader. They could have done that. I'm glad they didn't. Well, and we can't forget the return of the Ultimate Warrior. WrestleMania. Do, I, do, yeah. We don't know who he's fighting yet, do we? Or did we miss that on over talking over the show? I don't. I don't think it's been announced yet. Is he going to appear tonight? I don't know. Is it this show's live? Is it not, Bob, or no? Um, or it was last week's uh, the live one, and now these are two taped. I think that's let actually. Let me uh, double check here. So we're on the 18th, so this is yeah. taped. The 11th was live. Now there's no way that uh, he's going to appear on a tape show. He there's was no... promoted to be on a show, wasn't that he? Was, that was last, last week. And then he didn't. He wasn't there. They, they literally said he's going to be there live in color, and he yeah. never was there. And it was like. Yeah. Okay. Although, you know what else happened, actually, that I, I just happened, I was trying to look up, I think it, this was last week's, right? Yeah, they, they did the, they showed the in-ring footage. Mark Henry technically made his right. debut in front of a live crowd. Oh, right, right, right. And he uh, slammed uh, Jerry Lawler. I mean, that happened before the show, but we saw the clip of it. Yeah. Uh, and and then, last week's episode was also the first appearance of, of uh, Steve Austin as being known as Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, oh, yeah, because he fought Savio in a match that was not super great. Yeah. Is that all the WrestleMania stuff we know right now, Bob? I mean, I think off the top of my head, it is. We don't know nothing yeah, about the, tag teams. Oh, they're doing a tournament, right? The tournament, yeah. And so we got that, even though we don't really know a whole lot about that because they're. Yeah. Really Which reminds me, stuff. we ha- I have to see who's advanced because. Uh, I guess we kind of had forgotten about it, and then I did a quick recap of it either last week or the week before. So well, how bad for- how bad is that though? Like they're not promoting this t- tournament on Raw like at all. They right. talked talk about it like twice, I think. Right. But like, I don't know. It kind of seems like a big deal to me. Like maybe we should talk about it a little bit. Yeah. That's how it always is with this tag team shit, man. Oh, hold on. I'm looking. I see. I had a feeling we miss, we might have missed this. It actually was announced last week over commentary, I believe, who Ultimate Warrior is facing. I was looking up a Cliff Note version of the show, and mm-hmm. it is said here when uh, Hunter's Helmsley defeated Vin Guerrier, whatever. Uh, also, in under two minutes, it was announced earlier in the day he'd be facing a returning Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 12. Oh boy. So it actually was announced, and we I think we missed it. I, I couldn't remember last week if it was like, oh, shit, do we just miss that? But when you announce something like that over fucking commentary, like, come on. Or yeah, a, a it seems like something you would do with a video package. 
I don't know. I think that's so lame. That's so lame. What uh, what is Hunter Hearst Helmsley done to grant a match with the Ultimate Warrior? He's been feuding with the Trash Man. <laughs> like, doesn't that? If so you're well, a viewer, they transitioned from him feuding with a Trash Man to actual trash. Well, yeah, but like, if you're a viewer, right, and it's like, okay, Ultimate Warrior's coming back. Who's he facing? Who's he facing? Hunter Hearst Helmsley. So right off the fucking jump, he's mid-card at best attraction. Because Hunter Hearst Helmsley hasn't done a goddamn thing. Uh, I mean, could that be the point, though? Could it be like, hey, we'll have Warrior return and have him go over a guy that isn't doing much of anything? Yeah, but I would want more of a name guy, wouldn't you? Uh, I, don't I don't know, know. who. Well, I'm saying, like, I don't know. And I think, real, I don't know if a lot of people realize it, that at this point in 96, Helmsley has done virtually nothing. nothing. He's feuded with a pig farmer and a trash man. He's, he's essentially been like this. He still feels like a new character to me because he, I feel like he hasn't gone out of the realm of like fighting essentially job guys. Yeah. So like he, it does like struggling with it. Yeah. So I think I, I think the narrative has been like, oh, Triple H was you know on this rise and dominating the WWF, but it's like, guys, I mean, he's really he's not he's well, not oh, doing much. I guess if you consider beating literal job guys and like Henry Godwin, I guess right. in that case, yeah, he is destroying. He's the competition as he's going through. Now, also, fun fact: as I was looking at these notes, apparently last week when we we saw the. Slam of the week. That was the first ever slam of the week on Raw. Oh, hmm. interesting. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that uh, that doesn't really get over with me, especially the whole Triple H is going to be wrestling. Oh, the Ultimate Warrior. There was one other match that we found out about, and that was the uh, the whole billionaire Ted. Stuff that's going to be on oh, the, God the pre-show, it. I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, which we will not be watching, so don't worry. I thought you said you were going to look for it. I did look for it, and we're not going to watch it. Bob, we are completists. We need to watch the pre-show. No. no. How long is it? Because I know you found it on YouTube, you horse's ass. I did find it on YouTube, and I think it's less than three minutes. Oh, we can watch that. I'm it's- not watching the Nacho Man against the Huckster. Okay. That, so Austin, you know no. what this tells us is that he already watched it, and he's like, "We ain't putting that in the podcast." Well, no, because I, I like I did not watch <laughs> it. I like skimmed through it like fast forward. Oh, you piece of shit! And let me tell you, okay, by the looks of it, nothing happens. That's fine. So I can do that for three minutes. Three if, I'll uh, watch. I'll watch. Uh, there's another match on the pre-show that I I'd watch that. It's for the tag team titles, but the I'm not watching Natural Man against. Uh, the huckster. It's all if or you, none, brother. Yeah, and if you told my mom, like, oh, I'm watching Nacho Man versus the huckster, she wouldn't fucking know that it's yeah. not the real guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely, like, a mom thing. Like, So, like, think of it this way. And if you're a super, super casual wrestling fan, and you're, like, your buddies are ordering a pay-per-view and the opening matches, the Nacho Man versus the Huckster, and you might recognize them names, but maybe not those names specifically. You might be like, oh, shit. 
I remember him from the eighties. And then your friends would have to be like, no, like it's, it's not either of them. It's it's like when your mom, uh, not necessarily your mom, Austin, just moms in general. I feel like this is a common thing. It's uh, like you you have Pokemon cards. Um, And also um, go, Oh, how was the, how was the wrestling rink? Yeah. The ring, the rink. And then yeah. they say, yeah, oh yeah, he he went and saw the wrestling rink. It's like what my the fuck? my dad would always my like you know when we would go to the two CW shows or whatever. My and my dad would know it's coming up. He'd be like, hey, Bob, uh, you're going to that wrestling fight this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, wrestling going, fight. That's a good wrestling. Show. Yeah, dude, uh, all the time with that shit. Before we get into the observer notes and stuff like that, I do have a story uh, I don't think I've told you guys, and I think it's actually pretty fucking hysterical. Oh, no. So at work, I, you know how people will binge watch stuff? You know, like, oh, hey, watch the show. It's got nine seasons. You'll love it or whatever. Yeah. Well, at work, I do that. I do this jokingly. I'll go to some coworkers. I'm like, hey, you guys need to watch this show I just found out about. And they'll be like, oh, what is it called? And I'm like, WWE Raw. It's 29 seasons. It's fucking great. And they'll be like, what is it? It's wrestling. Like, oh, God, no, Bob, we're not going to watch whatever. <laughs> well, so I did that to a couple of, uh, a couple of you know, older women that work at, uh, at the store. And I go, you guys should watch this, whatever. And uh, about three days ago, I walk in, and one of the girls goes, Bob. And I go, yeah. And she goes, I fucking hate Razor Ramon. <laughs> and, I go, and I go, what are you talking about? And she's like, I've been watching Raw. Oh my started god. At, I, I started at at 93, like you told me. <laughs> I don't like his, you know, Chico thing. I'm not a fan. Shit, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then the next day, then the next day she goes, Bob, I, I am so glad Razor Ramon lost. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, Royal Rumble. He lost to Brett. <laughs> And I was like, you need to stop watching this. And apparently, so she's been off this weekend. And apparently, her friend comes over. She goes, Pop, she's close to WrestleMania. And I'm like, oh, nine? And she's I, like, yeah. And I'm like, what is she doing? Why is she? I was joking. Like, don't actually watch this stuff. Oh, my God. So That's I can't a- wait. I can't wait for the update when she's going to tell me how she felt about WrestleMania 9. That's. That's and she cool. knows to watch the pay per views. That's pretty impressive, too. Well, so what I'm thinking is. You know, with with Raw, like Raw '93, they'd be like, "Oh, last night at the Royal Rumble." So she's probably like, "Oh shit, I gotta go watch the Royal Rumble." And she, I would assume, she mm. found it that way. Wow, that's really really funny. Yeah. So I feel bad, but I've been making jokes like, "Guys, watch over like the next five years." She'll be like, "Bob, I just got to '97, and <laughs> what the fuck's going on with this? What's gold dust? <laughs> what was <is> this?" <laughs> Stuff like that. So I thought that's that was awesome. Funny. No, that's some good shit, man. Uh, Well, speaking of good shit, let's get into Observer Notes and uh, the house shows here uh, before we get into the March 18th edition of Monday Night Raw. So uh, Johnny B. Bad, also known as Mark Marrow, officially quit WCW on March 11th in an airport after talking to Bischoff and is expected to sign a three-year deal with the World Wrestling Federation. Shit. So Johnny B. Bad is no more. Uh, speaking of no more, the Nasty Boys had apparently also been fired uh, in an attempt to kind of even out the books, considering uh, Razor Ramon and Diesel had given notice and are on their way to WCW. But 
they were apparently convinced to stick around instead of signing with the World Wrestling Federation as it, as it was uh, reported. And you know they would have went there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, they, But they were, I guess, rumored to have been making a uh, quarter of a million uh, each. <laughs> That's about two hundred grand more than they should have been. Probably. probably. So I don't know. I don't know if they ended up taking a pay cut or, or something. I don't know. Uh, but here, there's more details regarding uh, Johnny B. Bad here. So he wanted Bischoff to sign a contract, assuring him that as they were to negotiate a new contract, he would still get the six thousand dollars he earned per week instead of the one fifty per appearance that uh, lower end guys end up kind of dealing with uh, during the time frame. Uh, And he also, and this was in reference to with Brian Pillman, he didn't want the quarterly waiver where every three or four months, WCW could just fire you and have no reason to do it. He didn't want that in there. He wanted that waved out of there, but Bischoff wouldn't do it. So as a result of Johnny quitting without a contract, Essentially, he could show up in the WWF at any point since there's ah. no uh, 90 days or anything like that. Right. So who knows when we'll see Mr. Johnny be bad here in the World Wrestling Federation. I'm sure it will be quite soon. Huh. Owen Hart has missed a few shows with a bad knee. Same thing with Marty Jannetty, but he's dealing with a poor, a bad shoulder. Uh, you guys will remember the Lumberjack match that was uh, reported on the house show notes. I believe it was last week. And uh, that is a reported four-star match. What the fuck? Now he's basing that off of fans. So it could have been a complete arc that was like, oh my God, that 11-minute match was phenomenal four stars. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how this goes. Uh, And the World Wrestling Federation has been in talks to bring in Rey Mysterio Jr., Wow. So that's spoiler, random. Spoiler alert. Ray Mysterio Jr. does not arrive in the World Wrestling Federation until 2002. I, I can't even imagine him in, in like what we're watching. Like, I, I don't you even know where that would fit. I feel like they turn him into um, Avatar. It'd just be like, they'll be like, okay, uh, you're actually going to be this guy instead. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, house show here, we. This is the la- this house show here on March 17th is actually the last live event. And by live event, I mean house show or TV taping before until WrestleMania 12. So they're mm. off for a few weeks uh, before they have to appear in front of a camera again. They got to train, man. I guess. Um, but uh, so we're at Madison Square Garden on March 17th. Uh, a crowd of 17,000, which would be a sellout, 14,824 of them were paid. Uh, here is what happened on the show. So Aldo, Mendo- Aldo Montoya pinned Isaac Yankum DDS. <laughs> Justin Hawk Bradshaw pinned Avatar. The Godwins hey. defeated Skip and Zip. Steve Austin defeated Barry Horowitz. WWF World Champion Bret Hart and The Undertaker defeated Diesel and Shawn Michaels by disqualification when Diesel hit The Undertaker with a steel chair as Taker had Michael set up for the tombstone. Uh, Doc Hendricks was the guest ring announcer for the bout. After the match, Diesel hit 
Hart with the chair before doing the same to Michaels. Moments later, as Michaels was helped from the ring, WWF TV cameras picked up on him saying, I'm going to kick his seven-foot ass. <laughs> so, it would appear that the tweener that was Big Daddy Cool Diesel is officially going heel as he beat up his friend. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to kick his seven-foot ass, dude. <laughs> so, that's the card? No, there's more. Uh, Hunter Helmsley pinned Duke Drossy in a no disqualification match. WWF Intercontinental Champion Goldust pinned Savio Vega. Ahmed Johnson pinned 123Kid. And in your main event, Jake Roberts teamed up with Yokozuna with George Steele in the corner of them, defeating Davy Boy Smith and Owen Hart when Yoko pinned Hart. Uh, after a DDT from uh, Roberts and a leg drop during the match, Jim Cornette was handcuffed to Steele at ringside for the duration of the bout. After the match, Steele ripped open one of the turnbuckles, and this was Roberts' return to Madison Square Madison Square Garden after a more than four-year absence. I'm going to tell you right now: if you gifted me, not even bought, if you gifted me a ticket to this show. I'd eat, like, an entire entree of Tully's Tenders and just take the biggest shit on that ticket that I could possibly muster and give it back to you. Wow. There ain't one reason, there ain't one match why I'd even step foot on the sidewalk of that arena. What about the tag match? No. The fucking better guys lose. Well, you don't know that going in, though. Yeah. Okay, well, I know that it's Jake the Snake and fucking Yokozuna. Well, I think that is a bullshit main event, for sure. There's no fucking way I'm going to that. That's like the kind of show where you go, and it's like, okay. And then they bring out the main event, and you're like, oh, fuck. This is the main event. I feel There's like me, no way. There's no way. I feel like, Bob, it was like when we went to that um, Northeast Wrestling show and, like, they ended it with the Battle Royal, and it was just like... Mm. And we were, like, falling asleep, and it was like, fuck. Yeah, like, that that's was fun. That's how... Yeah, well, that was quite the trip, but... Um, the, that main event, that's how I'd feel. So, yeah, that show is bullshit. I'm not going... I don't know if I'm going to shit on the ticket. That's not the worst card I've ever heard, but it ain't good. No, I'm taking a shit on that ticket, dude. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go to it either, to be honest with you. I'm surprised that 17,000 people went to it. Uh, they did also announce matches for their return on May 19th. Uh, and as we would know, May 19th, I believe, would really become a major date for uh, a certain wrestler. But in this case, it's memorable for something else. But it feature it would feature these matches according to them at this time. It would be WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels defending against Diesel inside of a steel cage. Now, they don't know that he's a champion, so I'm assuming that this was Shawn Michaels against Diesel in a steel cage match. Uh, Razor Ramon would be wrestling Intercontinental Champion Goldust, Vader against Yokozuna, and Ahmed Johnson against Davey Boy for May 19th. And to be honest with you, that sounds like a pretty good card just for future matches at least. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the show, a couple of other things here. Uh, we don't really talk about the USWA anymore, but I thought this was interesting. <laughs> 
So we've seen vignettes on television uh, in recent weeks about the debut of a, I guess, deformed man who has a pet rat, which would be right. Mankind. Well, I don't know if a lot of people are aware of this, but he actually appeared at a USW, USWA show competing against Jerry Lawler for oh. the United uh, Unified Championship. He would lose that match by disqualification when he hit Lawler with the pile driver. Uh, and then he would hit a second one on him after the match, along with one to the referee. Did he, did he show up as Mankind? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, really interesting to me. Well, and maybe it's a trial of the gimmick. I mean, the gimmick's quite a departure from... Oh, I'm sure. Really anything right now. Yeah, well, and according to Meltzer, so he, so Mankind or Cactus Jack, Mick Foley, Dude Love, whatever you want to call him, he had actually wrestled in Memphis mm. six years prior to this. Wow. And apparently a lot of the audience recognized him, but they did not address him as being, hey, this used to be Cactus Jack. They were playing it off as if it's just some new guy that oh. they've never heard before. Interesting. Uh, uh, before I forget to here for the Monday Night Wars, uh, Nitro on March 11th won that uh, 3.2 to 2.9. If you're curious about the tag team title tournament, I'm sure no one is, but uh, <laughs> the quarterfinals continued on March 16th in Corpus Christi, Texas, and it saw Skip and Zip defeating the Bushwhackers to advance in that tournament. Good. And, uh, next week, it will continue on with the semifinals. So, really looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, if you guys are ready, and if you are listening at home already, it is time to fucking watch this shit. So, <laughs> go on the Peacock Network, whatever they call it these days. The cock. Screech has refused to get the ad-free version, so fuck you, Screech. <gasps> what? How's yeah, he going to watch with us? <laughs> well, he said, well, he messaged me, and he was like, I'll get it for when I'm on. But uh, prior to that, I'll just I'll cancel it after, but I'm not paying for no ads. So I'm like, okay. It's fucking, what, three, four dollars more? It's the same price as the network. That'll be network. Like, what yeah, but doing? I don't think Screech had the network, did he? I don't know. Uh, I don't think he did, because he, he one time he messaged me, and was like, hey, man, is it worth like $100 to buy the entire ECW on TNN? Like, oh, yeah. run. And I was like, it's on the network. So I just watch it there. And he was like, what? What is that, dude? What's the WWE network? Well, he, I'll let us get started and I'll tell more Screech stuff. <laughs> Screech cracks me up. He'll be on soon enough for a bonus episode. Uh, or maybe maybe Screech will turn into the, the new SummerSlam 92. We'll never know. Uh, but oh, uh, <laughs> you're, it's the myth. It's the unfinished show that will never be finished. Well, actually, it was finished, but then the audio corrupted or something. So whatever. Uh, all right. But we are going to watch the show. It's 46 minutes and 18 seconds. It's March 18th, season four, episode 11. I'm going to count down from five. And when I say play... Fucking hit that button and watch with us. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Play. He paused and I clicked a little earlier. I so. know, you son of a bitch. 
Well, I did pause because my screen, my TV went dark, so I had a fucking oh. hit. Well, enter. to be honest with you, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know what everyone does at home if they ever watch long. When Bob says one, I click play because it seems to p- pause for me for a second, and then I'm usually online with you guys. So, mm. oh, okay. Uh, it looks like we're starting off with footage from the garden. Yeah. Yeah. There's Diesel using a chair. He hit Taker and Brett. Sean's like, hey, man, yeah, great. And Diesel's like, fuck you, man. Betrayal. Sean's like, fuck my head. Dramatic, I'm sure. Your seven foot ass. Uh, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast about how I've uh, oftentimes almost shit my pants. Well, I uh, almost shit my pants this past weekend. Did you say that because you saw Undertaker and you know that uh, he had an experience with shitting pants in the ring? No. There was no correlation with that. So after work, Sarah's like, oh, hey, I have to go make a return or something. And usually it's like down the street to Kohl's. So I was like, okay, I can hold it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, instead of taking a right out of the park, I'm like, she takes a left. And I go, oh. where the fuck are we going? And she goes, oh, I got to go to Walgreens on 57. And so you know how like those shows sometimes will have like the numbers crossed in your head and you're trying to think. So I'm like thinking, how the fuck am I going to survive this? <laughs> There's no way. There is no way. You, so you we just go at, go at Walgreens. Well, so we get to Sewell Road, right? And my stomach fucking drops. <laughs> and I go, I go, Sarah? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, I'm got to fucking shit. And she's like, okay, well, I can, we'll just go home. I'm like, no, we're more than halfway to walk. I'll just go yeah. at walk. Well, at that point, you might as well. Yeah, it's either like if you turn around, it's still going to take the same amount of time as if we get to yeah, the destination. It, if if anything, it'll take longer because you gotta yes. find a way to turn around. So it's like yeah. this fuck. Yeah. So we get to the light where I can see Walgreens and like my butthole is just freaking burping. It's like <laughs> Oh my god. I can't like I can't wait to just get in there. And I tell her, like, I'm not waiting for you. I gotta go in there and just fucking go. <laughs> right? So I'm like just speed walking to the back and I open the door and I'm like, oh my god, the stall door shut. I'm like, oh. don't tell me. That there's someone in there. So I'm the douchebag that's got to like knock. Like, like you know, and, and I like poke my head through the crack. I'm like, no one's in there. Cool. So I like shoulder it. <laughs> and I lock it. And I was probably in there for like 25 minutes. Oh my God. What the fuck? Yeah. Hey, we're starting out with British Bulldog and Jake the Snake. Jake looks old as fuck, dude. Let me tell you something, man. He looks like my dad getting ready for a wrestling fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what Screech was telling me recently, I found out he's he's been watching through '97. So oh, he's what a bastard. Oh, that star- son of a bitch. And he goes, I don't know how you guys got through like '95 <laughs> or something because I think it more or less how much time it took up. But I, yeah, yeah, this dude's like, I'm gonna watch '97. So he'll randomly text me and be like, dude. Uh, Shawn Michaels was such a, an asshole, or just like random yeah. shit, and and the stuff about the crowd and all this stuff is really funny. Um, and actually, he just texted me today and goes, "What did he say? Hold on, let me pull it up here." He gave me his number, and I refused to text him. I just talked to him on uh, Messenger. Oh well, back to the ninety-five. He goes, ninety-seven is awesome. I'm at Johnson, just full on hit some dude with a two by four like the guy was a baseball. <laughs> I don't know if 97's awesome, but 
I would say it's significantly better than 95 and 96. Correct. But, you know, the whole, I've talked about it before on the podcast, the gang warfare shit, I am just not a fan of. Yeah, that's not good. Um, I'm also not a fan of kind of how strong Jake has looked so far in this match. He's been working over Bulldog oh. quite a bit, but... Uh, Dude just, like, slipped on his... I mean, I think it was how he's selling, but it looked wicked yeah. goofy. Yeah. Well, speaking of Jake the Snake, I, I actually... Um, I think it was this past weekend, I was trying to catch up on some of that WWE, like, most wanted treasure show. Uh, which I, I find enjoyable, even if it's bullshit. It's a gimmick, Dude. It's still fun. I still have a good time with it, but mostly because it makes me angry that they're taking stuff away from collectors, but whatever. (laughs) Um, But they just had, uh, there was a Jake the Snake one, and they're like, Jake, where can we find one of those bags that you carried the snake in? And I was like, are you shitting me? You mean a pillowcase? <laughs> like, the, that shit was so funny to me. And he, he ended up saying at one point, apparently, like, his ex-wife burned a bunch of his shit. <laughs> like, when he had, like, a lot of his major problems. Like, she just burned all of his shit. Yeah. Um, but they apparently ended up finding some bag. And he, he's looking at this bag, and he goes, so you see here how there's only, there's two strings? It's because I had to cut it so I could tie it around or the snake would come out. And I was like... You're telling me Jake the Snake can confirm that this fucking bag is actually one of his snake bags? No way. Yeah. It's like Big Show saying, hey, that fist thing was from me, even though like that makes no fucking sense. Oh, and I did actually end up watching the, there's the Andre the Giant episode where they make Sonny Ono look like a, a, a asshole, and it is funny as fuck. Oh, my, what did Sonny Ono do? Uh, so Sonny Ono owns the, well, he owned the, um giant machine mask oh okay so he because he's got a massive mask collection and so he he owned that and so big show mark henry and the other like tool oh, guy who go, go to sonny ono's house and mark henry cries about four or five times in this episode <laughs> because he he andre's like his idol and is like Apparently, like he feels like he knows him and shit. Gets... Are they? Do they guilt trip him into giving him the mask? No, 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 no. Sonny Ono is like, so they're like, so you know why we came here? So, uh, like, what do you think? And Sonny Ono basically goes, Oh, Roberts well, with the DDT. Is he gonna tell me he's gonna pin Bulldog here? Hold on, let's oh, pause. Matt's gonna put his leg on the rope or some shit. Oh, Jim Cornette, mm-hmm. pull them out though. Pull them off him. Um, so Sonny Ono goes, Well, you're not the only one who's offered me money for it, so I set up an auction. And and they're like, uh, what the fuck? We came all the oh. way here, and you just put us in an auction. It's dude, they were pissed. That's him. That's Sonny Ono for and, you. Well, that's what Big Show was like. Meet my friend Sonny Ono. Like he knew. Yeah. And so they do this auction, and they're like, yeah, we can't pay more than five grand for this. And the snakes out, baby. What's this revelation or whatever? Uh, so they they do the bidding thing. And some random guy bids five thousand, and they're like, "Okay, we can't do it." Mark Henry storms out of the room, and they're like, "Yo, this really pissed us off that Sonny Ono set us up like this." <laughs> and like all this stuff, but dude, if you wanted, first off, WWE is a multi like billion dollar company. Dude, I know. If you wanted Andre one of one of like two giant machine masks, don't you think it's worth more than five grand to you? Because <laughs> like I was just gonna say that, dude. Because five grand in reality for an Andre the Giant mask doesn't seem like that much. When you're the WWE, like what yeah. the fuck? San Antonio, Texas. We're gonna get fucking training videos here. That opening match was bullshit. 
Yeah, that was uh, not the greatest thing. And by the way, Jake the Snake was left looking strong. Like he, he walked out with the snake and shit. Yeah, uh, Davey Boy technically won that match by count out, in case you're uh, wondering. Sean's training in the Alamo here. In sweatpants. I do really like Sean's crop top. Of course you do. No, he's jogging a little gingerly like Bret Hart up and down the bleachers here. He's like, what am I going to do? Should I cut these bangs off? I just I got, just when he was them? running up and down the bleachers there, I got a little anxious because if I were to be doing that, <laughs> I would be whacking my jaw on every step because my feet would slip off. <laughs> and I you got to give him credit. He's probably fucking high out of his mind doing all this shit. I thought... <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Bob, that every step you'd shit your pants. <laughs> I probably, well, I would. In that heat, too? Are you kidding me? He's like, Am yeah. I the only one that's, like, when he's doing these stretches or pull-ups or whatever, like, I'm kind of getting, like, Rob Van Dam circa 2003 vibes. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yep. I like that he's doing little lucha moves in a really shitty ring. Yeah. Well, yeah, they had to make sure that he went to, like, a dirty gym to train so that. Look, he's super kicking he the fucking. super kicked the fucking guy. Are you kidding Now me? we're going to Canada. But, yeah, you got to make Sean, like, look like he's tough. Because then you go here. We're about to go into the heart dungeon in a second. Bret Hart has looked like such a fucking J-brone in these videos. He's like ginger. It's like, uh, uh. it's like he's at the end of his fucking career here. Oh, he's got toys. Repo, man. Rubo Man Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, was... Brett's gonna beat or Sean's gonna beat you. What a mark. He's got all of his stuff in uh, frames. Yeah, and I'm gonna take you on right here and there. Fuck it. Fucking stew. Oh, oh I, my, thought I thought that Brett. Brett was what you on. Holy shit. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Look, Brett's not going any faster. No, he wasn't. You know, Sean, uh, Doing upside down push ups. I can't compete with that. So uh gonna work with my dad down here in the uh the basement here. Uh here's some video footage uh, to show you how tough I am. Yeah, I can get slammed on the mat there. I can watch TV on my treadmill. Honey, put on load some dove. And uh yeah, I can uh I can do a lot of stuff, but I'm kinda getting at the end of my rope here. You can see I'm kinda hunched over and hurt. Oh look, he's in a is this an indoor pool? Looks yeah. like it. They rented out like a Holiday Inn for this fucker. <laughs> well, he was just watching his in-your-house match with British Bulldog as he was on the treadmill, which I thought was hilarious. Look at the little bike. He's going so slow. Sean, Sean's kind of cocky, and, you know, I know one thing about some cocks, because they got a couple chickens in the backyard, and Sean, you're not welcome to any of our eggs, but uh, you better get ready for our match at WrestleMania. Because if you can tell, my son's looking at me like, why the fuck are you running so slow on the treadmill? Hey, we're back in the ring now. You gotta pace yourself. No, bullshit. I was, I was on my bike the other day. I did 45 minutes. And I, and I biked 12 miles. Were you you probably passed stuff? out. I almost vomited. What would you have vomited up? Would it have been a DiGiorno or a pizza roll? Uh, neither. What? Look at this girl. <laughs> It would have been a a cream cheese bagel. Oh, God. They're selling Gold Dust shirts, man. They should have had Gold Dust sex toys. 
from Hollywood, California. The golden vibrator. The golden dildo. Stuff like that. The golden butt plug. Yeah, that would have been really cool. They should name it Gold Dild. I would have bought one. And it's like his head on top. Yeah. With his puckered lips. That way he can just, you know, vibrate on you. Added pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, still to come, Bret Hart and Tatanka with Ted DiBiase. Oh, can't fucking wait. Barry oh Horowitz and Diesel. Wow, guys. Oh we have, we have a stacked fucking show. <laughs> Diesel <laughs> against Barry Horowitz, the gym teacher <laughs> against the fucking substitute history teacher. Mind you, we're only about 12 minutes, 45 seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been we a long a full, 13 minutes. Full show still to go. Can we put on something decent? Can we put on Nitro? <laughs> Can we just skip the 97 watch with, with Screech? I Look know. Look at butt cheeks in that outfit. Is he slap Piper and then soon he's gonna like... Oh, look, he's like shaking weird at him. I like how he keeps the wig on. I don't know why, but I think that's like makes it even funnier. Yeah. Oh, he got slapped, man. Piper's like, listen! You know, what I've never really understood in wrestling is that if you're not in a wrestling mat in a wrestling match and you get punched one time, you fall down. But when you're in the match and you get punched fifteen times, you don't go down. You know, sell it. Yeah, I don't understand. It's it's an optical illusion. Ah, that's weird. Oh, he's got the Piper fucking kill time. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Do you think somebody told him to do that? Hey, go put Piper's kilt on and come out with it. Or do you I'm think sure he did was it. like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna come out with his kilt on? I'm thinking that he would just do that. I agree. Because again, the you type know, of guy that would do that. Yeah, he's like making the most out of it. Yeah. He wants to push that envelope as much as he can. All right, man. I'm thinking. Uh, I think Goldust's doing the uh, the job here, guys. Yeah, me too, man. Fatu, Fatu's gonna make a difference. Hey, oh, hey, this is this is probably more fun than this match is gonna be. Did you guys see that Virgil ran into Brooke Hogan and then yes. charged her twenty dollars for? A I don't think he really did. I don't either, but it's funny, so go with it. He he goes. I don't care who your daddy it. <laughs> it's it'd still be twenty bucks for a pick, thirty for the autograph combo, honey. Hashtag meat sauce madness. For the sake of like Virgil's uh image, I hope that he did that. Dude, I all I'm saying is Virgil Virgil's definitely still relevant. He has thirty nine point two thousand followers on Twitter. So as far as I'm concerned, he can charge anyone twenty bucks if he wants. Right. I think uh if anything, he probably posed with her and he's like, all right, that'd be 20 bucks. And she's probably like, what? <laughs> well, she that's the funny part. Is she probably didn't even know who it was. Right. Well, you can tell by her face. She's like, oh, well, she's that's like, why off guard. that's why yeah. it actually looks like he was like, OK, 20 bucks. Like it legitimately looks like that. Yeah. Look at this. He also tweeted another day at the office, baby. Thanks to the. 204,000 people that came to sniff my beef drip and allow me to play Hollywood. Like the star fucking place that it is. How many people he said came? 204,000. Yeah. Okay. He goes, on July 4th, I will be putting an end to poverty as hashtag meat sauce madness will take a bite out of all of Earth's existence. And there's a video. 
What's he's Fatu here just hit the uh, diamond cutter on uh, Goldust. Yeah, he's laid him out. He's going to the top rope. Piper's on the phone. Look, he's outside on like Hollywood Boulevard with the million dollar title oh, and like God. promos. Good God. Where did the Olive Garden shit even start with him? Why is that even a thing? I don't know, but he does have a game coming out soon. It's called <laughs> Meat Sauce Madness. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What is Goldust doing? He's, he's like, teabagging him. It does look like he is teabagging him. It looks here. like he's about to take a shit on his chest. He hit him once and Fatu's knocked out. That's bullshit. Oh. Going for the uh, lifting reverse DT. Is he going to hit this? Yeah. No. Sort of. One, two. What? He just beat him clean? I thought Fatu was dominating that match and he hit him one time he and then it's finished. He was fucking dominating that match. I didn't like that at all. That was weird. Fatu was already out of the ring. Well, he's, a, he's ashamed. Look, he's like walking around leaving. Yeah. I like how Goldust just kind of like pie-faced Marlena, but was trying to be seductive, but it was just like, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, do it. Lick, lick each other's tongues. Yeah. I should have kissed Savannah Beaumont when we pretended to... Uh... Oh, my goodness. To pretended the angle with Joe. Should have just did it. It's a shoot, brother. Should have just did it. I mean, probably. I could have booked that, dude. Like, what's the worst that could happen? I get herpy lip? Oh, my God. Well, uh... <laughs> I don't... Screech I... is popping on this one, buddy. I'm, I'm not responding to this. <laughs> That's all true, but like you know, Screech is popping on this one, buddy boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, wait, we're seeing an Ultimate Warrior video, but I got two more Virgil tweets I want to share. One just says, I'm rich, <laughs> right? And then one of them, Fight TV, goes, Favorite member of the NWO, and he replies, Dumbass question. <laughs> <laughs> What an ass. You guys you guys need to watch the um it's like a it's I think it's like a DVD special of um uh, of Virgil's like the adventures of Virgil or something like that. Oh god. Where Joe Dombrowski like sits down with him for four and a half hours just talking about Holy stuff. Holy shit. And Virgil will sit there with a straight face and say that he main invented six WrestleManias. Well, he did. Oh, look, he still has his ball video on. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, this past weekend on Superstars, it looks like uh, Roberts, Yoko, and Ahmed Johnson have formed one of the more bizarre-looking <laughs> factions that I've ever seen in my life. In the ring here, we have uh, Vince McMahon's with Jim Cornette, Owen Hart, Bulldog, and Vader. Vader uh, wearing now, a long sleeve T-shirt still. Yeah, Colorado uh, Buffaloes. Uh, oh yes, sweatshirt here. Um, this is, I believe, going to be an announcement that WrestleMania will now be a six person tag, where it will be uh. Bulldog, Owen, and Vader against Yoko, Roberts, and Ahmed. Is that because of Vader's recent surgery? Well, I think it's because. The match is going to suck. They knew that Yoko Vader on, at WrestleMania would not uh, it be the greatest thing to do. Yeah. 
you guys like that Vader not only generally has a crooked mask, but then his mouth is crooked on his face, so he talks out of like the left <laughs> side? <laughs> he could he could just be having a stroke. There's a chance. Well, yeah, there's definitely a chance. There. You know what? You know, speaking of that, they could have had Vader managed by Jim Ross. Right? And then like the baby face <laughs> would come out and be like, listen here, Ross and Vader. You guys gotta stop talking out of the side of your fucking face. Cause you're all you guys are speaking lies. Wait, I feel like that would be a heel thing though. When they said that? Yeah. World Wrestling Federation strongest athlete. Vader and Ross would be the heels and you know talking out of the side of your ass. Yeah, but you're making fun of handicapped people. No, you're not. Well. What's Vader's handicap for him to talk out of the side of his face? He's got a side mouth. I don't know about that. We're making fun of Jim Cornette's uh, sexual appetite with having his wife get banged by various developmental wrestlers in a hot tub in Louisville, Kentucky. Listen, I don't want to kink shame, but Jim Cornette's a piece of shit. Dallas doesn't like Jim Cornette because he talks about Kenny Omega in a bad way. No, he can do that all he wants. Kenny Omega's the best wrestler in the world right now, so he can shove it up his ass. Right. Um, what are we saying here? Just promoting the fucking six man or what are we doing? Pretty He's going out. on and on. We've yeah. accepted it. We're looking forward to it. Is that what he's saying? Yes. Why is, dude, can you say we don't have anything for you louder than putting you in a fucking mm. match with Vader? Like, look at Bulldog and Owen. They have no reason at all to be any part of this bullshit. What time is it? Ah! It's Vader time. Vader time. That's pretty much what just happened in that whole promo. Well, Mr. Cornette, uh, I just want to talk to you fucking more because you didn't say enough. Your pants aren't pulled up high enough. Look, they, that was like their cue to leave, and now Vince is talking more. Someone else is coming out here. What's this? Oh, fuck. Yoko's oh, doing it on a big screen. He's talking. Which Jim never Cornette. Said. You used to be my manager back when I couldn't speak English. But Rosetta Stone get, really impacted my life, and I know how to speak English now, and I don't need you. Oh, you always check the fine print, man. WrestleMania, the three what? of us against the three of you, Jim Cornette. Where, where are they? In a race. Are they somewhere? showing footage from superstars? Bonsai. Oh, wait, they're in an empty building. Oh, wait, Bonsai dropped... Oh, yeah, they are in an empty building. A body with a balloon that had Cornette's face on it. That's stupid. Okay, so if I think what's going on here is that if Yoko, Bull, uh, if Yoko Ahmed and Jake win, Yoko gets five minutes with Cornette, and that's what, what he'll do to him. Now, Mr., now, correct me if I'm wrong here. Did they initially... It almost made it seem like that it was supposed to be Yoko against the three of them, and then that's why Jake Roberts just said, oh, you didn't read the fine print, and then it's, they included them. Am I a misunderstanding because I didn't get all the context there? Oh, I don't know if there's ever a three-on-one handicap match. Unless the, <laughs> unless, the fine, unless the fine print is the Jim Cornette thing, actually. That makes more sense. I think it's the Cornette five minutes. Okay, long. okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. We're getting a, uh, a video promo here for uh, the hype of... WrestleMania. If I'm Cornette, I'm gonna fi- I would fire Clarence Mason for not reading the damn contract. 
<laughs> when he's are the attorney. Boy, what kind of lawyer are you if you're not? Uh, you? Right, Sean Taker, Diesel, Roddy Piper, Goldust, directed by Kerwin Self. Sel- I'm sure there's some uh, Easter eggs written in that footprint I didn't get to read, but. Oh, maybe. Here's Barry Horowitz, your favorite history teacher. Oh, we're going back to the garden. Well, the world of WrestleMania, here we are. Yesterday afternoon, Madison Square Garden. God damn it. saw this stuff. 17,000 people for the most bullshit show we've put on in a while. Good God. I'd say. I'm telling you, man, going to the garden for a show like I did a few years ago, that was pretty cool. I we need to see did. this quality. Look at the quality camera work of this house show. Like, what the fuck? Which makes me think, I think that they have every garden show recorded. Yeah, I want to see this shit. Well, I think they do. They Years back, they released like a, even a Madison Square Garden like DVD, and I bet you there was shit on that that isn't on anything else. Yeah. This is cool. Diesel is beating the shot, Taker. Well, Ooh, and sure. a it, it's a little... It's a little hard to hear, but the crowd is, I mean, electric. That's yeah. why I'd want to see this shit, because imagine how much more alive the crowd is. At MSG. Like, they just pop big for Diesel hitting Sean with that chair as Undertaker <laughs> sits up. and Diesel. I do, I do know that there is a fan cam of this. Yeah, but fuck all that. Sure. I want to see well, the yeah, I'm just saying, I'm trying to plug something here. I reviewed it on WrestlingRecaps.com if you want to go fucking read it. If you, and if you go to WrestlingRecaps.com slash TNA, you can see some really great content. No. I bet you that link doesn't even work. I'm it does de- actually. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna delete it. Well no, I use it when I do stuff. Like what? I go on there every single day almost. No, you do not. Yes no. I do. Usually Why? I usually I leave the tab open. Well when I make posts for the TNA Cross the Line podcast, I reference it if I need to. Here comes Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Oh, too sweet me, brother. He's saying WCW's money is real good. Well, you know what's funny is that this entrance right now is technically before that Madison Square Garden show. So this Diesel right here has not turned on on Shawn Michaels yet. (laughs) Oh, Oh. that's that's weird. He's looking under the ring for fucking Undertaker. Now, he didn't even high-five anybody wearing a black glove. Right. And they're already booing him. Because now he's full heel, so he can't do that. Yeah, but they how did they know to boo him when this didn't happen yet? Yeah, they, they don't know the context. Well, that's a good point. We went to commercial. Phone, oh, this phone number is no longer active for the Superstar line. We're about 27 minutes in Shep- exactly here. Call option six. Why didn't Bret Hart come to the aid of Shawn Michaels yesterday at Medicine Square Garden? You know why? Because he's fighting him at WrestleMania. <laughs> Fuck. Who Dude, it's a superstar line. Uh, who is this guy? For what? Oh, that's, uh, that's Roadblock. 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 Oh, I should have known that. Because he's got the thing on him. Okay, I got it. Yeah, he's got the Roadblock sign. Uh, this is when Paul Bearer got his fucking head caved in at ringside. And that's all Diesel did. He just left. Mm. Cool shit. All right, Barry Horowitz. Here we go, guys. Horowitz over or what? I mean, yeah. I, I, think... I think Horowitz with the inside cradle. Oh. I'd say Horowitz with the jackknife. 
Just steal his finisher? Yeah. Fuck you, Nash. You're going to fucking WCW. Well, you're not taking your finisher with you. Oh, Sarah's back. Well, what'd she bring? How many drinks? How many drinks? Uh, I was thinking a couple. Oh, look, here comes a casket. He got not... Wendy's for sure. Well, that's I'm waiting to what? see what he got. Tell her, tell her to get her ass in here. Show her face on this bullshit. No, she just got back from the gym, and I go, "What did you get me?" And she, yo, goes, let's see the gym pack, dude. She was, she was, she goes, "I was supposed to get you something." And I'm like, "Who goes to the gym and then not come back with food?" Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get uh, Kaylee to bring me some Dairy Queen on the way home, but <sighs> wow. let's see. So the now gym I'm gonna pack, have to make dude. like noodles or something. This is ridiculous. Noodles. <sighs> There's a why is there a, oh is there a casket at the ringside for me because I'm gonna die of hunger? Yeah, they just brought it down here and Diesel looks scared because who isn't scared of a casket? This show is so 1988 because you got a guy who's a, afraid of snakes like Cornette, which has been a Jake Roberts freaking angle for almost ten years, and then every guy that Undertaker feuds with, they're afraid of a casket. Yeah, well, speaking of Jake Snake, apparently, uh, if you watch the America, uh, WWE's Most Wanted Treasures thing, he's like, well, who, who I, I, I was afraid of snakes, man. How did he just win that? With a boot? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that Dallas almost said America's Most Wanted, and yeah, it he, still probably wouldn't be wrong. He almost did. <laughs> yeah, I did almost say that. They brought uh, he, that back, though, with, with some new host, girl. But it's not John Walsh. What the fuck? Yeah, how do you not have John Walsh? It's like having Unsolved Ministries without Robert Stack. You just you can't do it. It doesn't work. I'm John Walsh. Help me find these scumbags tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, also, that David- show, he needed to do that on Netflix so he could just drop F-bombs. Yeah. Hi, I'm John Walsh. Now let's catch this fucker who killed a five-year-old kid in Mississippi. I'm going to hang him by his nuts and spit down his throat. <laughs> Diesel now has a hammer, I think, and he's about to, or a wrench. It's a he's wrench. knocking on it like I did at the Walgreens bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hello? Everybody in there? Don't take a shit. Come on, man. Open he up. He opened it, and I heard the dong. What is that? Oh, no. Bag of cotton candy in there. Oh, shit. Wow, that's really good. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That was pretty fucking good looking. Wait, was that? Well, that was probably wax, right? That wax fucking diesel figure in the casket's real good looking. Whoa, I mean, yeah, that was actually that was one of the best things I've seen on this show. Diesel's like, fuck, man. There's my career in there when I go down to Atlanta. (laughs) That's why they did this. Vince is like, let's put him in the casket because that's where his career is going to die. He's going to go to that Southern wrestling. If I were Vince, when Diesel and Razor left, I'd have the caskets propped up on either side of the Raw with, like, their fake figures in it. And it's every week they're there. We're backstage with one, two, three kids, Tatanka and Ted, and one, two, three kids knock out Ted's like, why are you in here, okay? I got to go to fucking five o'clock service. Why did one, two, three kid duck out like he wasn't supposed to be in there? He's part of the corporation. Karate fighters. Slam of the week number two. We're going to keep track now. Last week, yeah, Mark Henry here slamming Jerry Lawler. Which happened before the show. I don't think we actually technically saw that on Raw. They showed the clip, but that's it. Yeah, the clip. 
But, like, so that is funny that they're showing it as if we watched it on Raw. Yeah. I like that the crown, like, roll, slowly rolled away. Wait. They did a cool diesel looking wait. for the Undertaker. As you can see, the fog machine poofing out the smoke. What is he going to do? Machine. Punch it? Yeah. Sean Michael, the heartbreak kid, boyhood dream. We've seen this so many fucking times. Well, no, I think this is about to be his match for next week. It's Todd talking, so. We haven't seen Todd in forever, I feel. Yeah, yeah, they've been, uh, they've been not booking. Sean Michaels battles Leaf Cassidy of the New Rock. Oh, my God. Is that Owen against Ahmed? Oh, no. Oh, Lord, Owen's going to get hurt. Fuck. I'm curious to see this Leaf Cassidy. I mean, I get Leaf Cassidy's be 70s thing, but mean? I want to see how he plays it off. I don't remember. Fuck that. It's like a Partridge re- Family ripoff. Type well, of you know what? I'm going to save my, my Leaf Cassidy story for next week. Remind me. Tatanka's like, if you were really fat and then you took a Sharpie and drew, like, kind of muscles. It's like when you have a hairy guy and they shave the abs into the hair. Yeah. From Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Is this going to close us out? What's our time check here? 33 minutes? No way, they're going to go 13 minutes on this shit. I think we got a war room segment after. There's no way it goes 10 minutes. Come on. With the commercials and stuff, it might end up. Holy shit, man. If Bret Hart has to go 10 minutes with the taco, that's bullshit. Well, I mean, it ain't great. The taco doesn't look to be in horrible shape. Are you kidding me? Well, speaking as a six foot four, two hundred and sixty-six pound man, with most of that being in my gut, he looks pretty good. Well, when you put it that way. Yeah. Bob, how long have you been with Sarah? Uh two years, July fifth. Wow. I remember it like it was yesterday. No, you don't. You were like, guys, I don't know. I don't know who I am. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what are you talking about? When you came to Florida, man. Yeah. You were like way out of your element. No. You're going to marry this chick, right? We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Pretty much. <laughs> Great. I'm surprised you even remember that because I feel like uh, 85% of the time your face was in your phone. Uh, yeah, I wasn't in the right headspace either. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I remember. Because that's the only time you fuckers have ever come down to see me. And I've been in Florida. For well, we, we were all trying okay, to hang hold out. Okay, hold on, motherfucker. We were, all, we were oh. all hanging out. We went to fight for the following. We are all going to go. And I guarantee you that if I were to ask Austin, hey, man, what was the main event of that show? He'll be like, I don't fucking know because the entire time I was texting my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Next. What else you got? Good times. (laughs) Can't wait to go hang out again. That way you can just be texting your girlfriend the whole time. I I would be. So. Exactly. It's fine. I got used for a wrestling show. You know, no big deal. Not the first time. Oh, my God. And it won't be the last. That's fine. Oh, my God. 
when uh, when Sarah and I go to Disney, we're gonna use you for a place to stay and not use a hotel. No, sorry, I don't have a spare room for you. Yeah, tough, yeah, you do, man. We'll live. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll live on your porch with that cat, Cactus Jack. No, Cactus Jack, I don't think he'd like you. You're too big. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I think we talked about it already. Dallas, you got really offended by what Austin said, so go ahead and, and uh, spill it. He said that's the only time we came down. I actually came down twice. For Disney, you motherfucker. Uh, well, no, I came down to see you too. But uh, good try. There we go. Well, you I, know what? And, and I came Austin, down to you, see you, and then I got the ticket to Disney. Austin, so, you tried that? to come. You came home, and you tried to kill Dallas and I by spreading coronavirus. No, no, I no, didn't. No, 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 no. No, he I, didn't try because I saw him. Oh, so you? So he did. I did see Austin. Not the last time I was home. You didn't tell me, cause, well, because you had you were up here for different reasons, and I told you if you needed to get away, you let me know, and I gave you space. I wasn't gonna pull you. Well, and I haven't seen Bob because he doesn't come out of his house. So I'm gonna, how am I gonna see Bob? Well, I'll give you Bob, okay? But don't throw me into this. Don't, don't throw me in, dude. You were scared of COVID, so I didn't even bother. I was dealing with pneumonia. Bob did have pneumonia. Eh, likely excuse. Uh, here comes uh, one, two, three, kid down to the ring as if he's going to make a major impact in this fucking match. He sure is. This is dumb. Why is Ted DiBiase still on fucking TV as a featured manager? Why? <laughs> I don't Why know. I is going to say something? I fucking... forgot. And now I'm upset. <sighs> what was he? Gonna, I was going to say something. Something real mean. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. No, both oh, of you. When I came I do, home, I, I do, I do leave my house, and I'll have you know, okay, that, and this is gonna date the time. This is well before uh, the date that this is being released. But I'll have you know, okay, Dallas has set up a July Fourth weekend celebration. I'm sure he has. And only Sarah and I have confirmed to be go. Yikes. So don't sit there. Be there. Don't sit Maybe. there and tell me that I don't leave the fucking house. Because I do. Well, I'll tell you what. Kaylee and it's just going to be the four of us hanging out with fucking sparklers. Oh, and probably yeah. sparkling water. No, I don't have. Well, I do have sparkling water. Yeah, I do. I do and like Sarah that. has her own, too. She has a 12-pack. So maybe we'll bring it oh. over and get a little crazy. What, what flavor is it? I don't fucking know, man. I don't drink sparkling water. All you, I drink is Coke Zero and water. Can you ask her what flavor and brand, please? I think she's taking a dump. Okay, after that. Are you serious? I don't know. No. I mean, it's awfully quiet, too. so I feel like she, she's either sleeping, showering, pooping, or eating. Have yeah. you seen your girl poop? Have what? You, have you witnessed it? No. What? Like, coming out of her butt? No, like her actively using the toilet. No, why would I do that? Tatanka just hit a Samoan drop, by the way. This match has been thrilling. I witnessed my dog pooping, looking right in the eyes. <laughs> why, have you seen Kaylee taking a shit? Um, I don't, You've seen Kaylee? I, I've, I've gone in, but I don't know if she was actively doing it. Well, let me what tell you. is why? Let me tell you. Katie sits on it and reclines back. What? Dude, <laughs> I think there's something wrong. Reclines? She sits like a fucking lazy boy. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, so she's going like this? Like, she goes on it and is like... She le- she sits back. She's, like, getting comfortable for, like, a oh, long dude, night. Oh, yeah, chilling. Chilling. Do you know how much I hunch forward in a fucking firing position when I'm picking <laughs> I was gonna say I'm I'm hunched over like my mom when she was in labor and had to go over a pole and trying to get me out of there. I, that's what there, I do every time. There is no way I, shit would even come out if I reclined back. It would Dude, just stay in. That's hilarious. If I if if I were to recline back, there'd be fucking shit on my goddamn seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's real weird, but I I caught her doing it before, and I was like, "What in the fuck? <laughs> what did she say?" She thought I was the weird one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't rec- what the hell? I was mad, dude. Stop yeah, doing funny shit. <laughs> Side rushing leg sweep here by the hitman. I don't think the Tonga's got any offense in, and good he shouldn't. He hit a Samoan drop earlier. I don't fucking count. Comic drop right on his tomahawk. I can't believe it. Clothesline. Is Brett a little chubby? Well, he's, this is, remember, this match probably happened for those training videos, so he's not in, he's yeah, not he's in not Iron in Man shape weight. just yet. That's true, yeah, that's true. I feel we, like when we see him at WrestleMania 12, he's going to look absolutely shredded. I think so, too, actually. I think like, he's toned, and like, holy shit, this guy's ready to go. I would love if Sean came out with, like, a little beer gut. <laughs> and, like, if he was on his Shawn chest. Michaels, yeah, <laughs> from, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. When he was taking steroids but not like working out. Yeah. It just like piled on him. Uh, one, oh, two, three. Gets really got Brett on the apron. Tatanka knocks him off. Oh, he's gonna please. hit him. He's gonna hit him. Yep. Knew it. Oh, Brett's gonna get the screwed finish here. Why was oh. he in that roll up for seemingly ten minutes before? Oh, Bret Hart's got to get the roll up win, screwed finish on Tatanka. That's bullshit. Oh. That's pretty pathetic, man. Right in the mush. Right there in the mush. Match sucked, too. Yeah, it did. So the best thing on this show is basically Diesel. The Diesel himself wax figure. Yeah, the Diesel wax figure. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, what else has been accomplished? Oh, Yokozuna, Bonsai dropped a balloon. And the balloon still didn't pop? Like, what are we talking about? Right, right, right. Brett Hitman Alright, bring us to the war room. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. What a buzzkill of a of a show. Yeah, that was a bummer. We didn't talk about it much, but there really wasn't much to talk to. Definitely felt like a filler week, I'd say. That was I would say that was even less than a filler week. I mean, that was not good at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, okay, cool. Oh, that's that's it. What? Yeah, dude. There's no war room. No, no that's thank about God. To. Bullshit. Oh. Yeah, there is. The federal Turner Commission hearing present day. <laughs> oh, shit, he was right. <laughs> now I'm supposed to be somebody, but uh, it's nondescript who I'm supposed to be. Oh, here we go. Ted is uh is talking. Last time I checked, we lived in a capitalist society. Are you trying to create a monopoly? 
Yeah, dude. I'm just providing help, healthy competition. Which, ironically, now Vince pretty much has a monopoly for the most. I'm pro- I'm pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So this is T. I think this is um adding to that rhetoric of Ted wanted to put the WWF out of business, which Bischoff has denied. Oh yeah. Oh, nice, dude. This is good news. The new... You can't handle the truth, he says. There's a new uh, world-first weight loss device that locks your mouth so you can only have a liquid diet. Oh, wow. You need that. Dude, hell yeah, man. I want to weigh, like, 85 pounds. How no, do Austin I... needs fucking little cages on his fingers. Oh, dude, they're so bad. So Why, bad. why aren't you painting them again? They're shorter than they were before. What the fuck? Yeah, you have a good two weeks, and you just go fucking nuts. It was like two and a half, three weeks. And then I was fucked. Yeah. That's all right. Wow, this is going on forever. It's going on so, so long that Austin's froze from us now. Bob's still with me. Bob, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, Austin froze. He's gone. He, well, he, hopefully the recording doesn't shit the bed. Sure fucking he, hope not. Because he is recording. Well, let's freaking hope not. That would suck, because I really don't want to have to watch this, Matt, this show again. Yeah, but the Ted thing's still going on, so if everyone can still hear us, this is still going on. Look, are you trying to put the World Wrestling Federation out of business? He said... Oh, he just said it. Oh, this is like a few good men. Is it to be continued? Wait. Okay, so this thing here at the end of the fucking War Room segment says, Ted Turner is reportedly scheduled to testify before the Federal Trade Commission this month concerning the merger of of Turner Broadcasting with Time Warner. The merger is approved as proposed. Ted Turner would be in a position to exercise significant control over 50% of the cable outlets in this country. If you share our concerns, you can make a difference. Write to, and then it has an address here, of Mr. Robert Pidofsky, the Chairman, Federal Trade Commission, Washington, D.C., 20580. And they don't cover that up on this of on the thing so you can still write to to robert here if you'd like to um that's quite i mean that was another one of their more upfront of like what this is well and they keep throwing pedophile shit in there what's up with that it's weird they're really like swinging for the fences with like make ted turner look like shit little <laughs> do they know, little do they know they haven't even peaked yet right so they're doing this petty bullshit, calling them out, and in and just uh, what? Even just weeks, isn't it? Probably. Well, uh, yeah. Well, and really, it looks worse because not only are you doing that, but then you get your ass kicked for almost two years, and it's like, well, what did that get you? If anything. Now you're looking back like, shit, look at all the time we wasted doing that shit when we could have been building stuff that maybe would have helped us in the ratings. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Well, here, let me give you my thoughts of that episode. It fucking sucked. 
and there nothing happened in it that was of any importance. Yeah. I mean, no, the nothing. We got nowhere. We well, did this, not advance any storyline. That the singles match is now a six man, I guess, if, if nothing else. Oh There's that in the wax with Diesel. Well, the wax. Yeah, if you want to go yeah. see the Diesel wax thing, that was probably the only thing that was good on the show. It was really good, yeah. Um, Everything else was not great. Yeah, I would say that this was probably worse than last week's, which is saying something, because last week's was not good at all. Um, And this is typical. I mean, me and Bob have seen this, what, four times now, where the four shows leading up to WrestleMania are not good. You get one super card that usually is actually pretty decent, sometimes better than WrestleMania, and then you get WrestleMania. This year... I'd say our supercard was probably considered in your house is kind of the lead into maybe WrestleMania. I would even say the March 4th Raw with uh, sure. Sean and Kid and Brett against Helmsley. That was a pretty decent show. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's falling right in that same pattern, which is fine because, again, this is what we've come to expect. It's just such stark contrast when you think of even – you know, fucking, I'd say three years from this point, how important it is for the last couple of Raws before WrestleMania. Like, they really emphasize and utilize every second of the Raws leading up to WrestleMania to really push it and make people want to buy. If anything, this is like the more of Raw you see leading into WrestleMania, the less likely you're by the pay-per-view. It's like counterproductive almost. Yeah. Yeah. They certainly haven't uh, enhanced it. Yeah. So I don't know if nothing else, you know, we did get the, the one announcement of a match change for the better. I would say, thankfully we probably won't see too much of diesel or a uh, fucking Vader versus Yoko one-on-one too much. Mm-hmm. Cause a singles match would have been brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, it wasn't a good episode. There's no sugar coat in it. The billionaire Ted shit is absolutely terrible. Um, I I'd argue this shit is worse than the Undertaker sandwich shop shit, and that's bad shit. Mm. Um, but that's what comes to mind when I keep seeing this. Just overly produced friggin' random BS that just amounts to nothing and, and makes the TV show come up as dumb. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. But luckily, there's one more episode before WrestleMania 12. The go-home show will be March 25th. And as we know, we'll be getting Shawn Michaels against Leaf Cassidy. And we'll also get Ahmed Johnson in singles action against Owen Hart. Guys, you have anything else for episode, for this episode, or uh, are we free to go to the go home show uh, before WrestleMania? Oh my god, take me fucking home, man! How about you, Austin? That's it. All right. Well, then, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Conyer Jr., and this has been Pop. You gotta skip it.